everybody. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, a grandmother, a wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer over 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I don't have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and enjoying time off. This podcast, I'm going to discuss my trip to New Orleans this week for a conference and some travel tips for the week. It's going to be a little random, I think, but I was keeping a a little diary while I was gone and just kind of wanted to share what my week looked like. It was a particularly busy week because I was traveling Wednesday through Saturday So on Monday, I had a couple of meetings and I worked and I just cleaned up as much as I could prior to the trip. Tuesday was a very busy day. I had court first thing in the morning. And of course, it was court that was about as far away from my office as I could get. And the client emailed me in the evening and said their opposing party had said that the case was continued. I had received no notice from the court, no notice from opposing counsel, nothing. And court was in Mesa, so I had to start driving prior to the opening of court. So not only was it in Mesa, but it was first thing in the morning. I told my client I would meet him there anyway since he flew in from out of town. And it did. It ended up did getting continued. I called on the way to the um, court. I met my client at a waffle house and there was a really sweet waitress who told me that she was working her way through law school and had a couple of questions for me. I thought that was very sweet. And I had to, um, when I, when I called into the court, I called in on my way in and the judge's JA answered and I said, Hey, was this morning continued? I, My client thought it might be, and she said, yeah, and I said, oh, no one told me. Yeah, (laughs) that's my glamorous life. That's my life of um, excitement of being a lawyer, just not finding out about continuances and going on my way to court. It ended up being productive anyways because I was able to meet with my client and we got some work done, and then I ran to another court to meet with an exhibit clerk. And I returned addressed to Macy's on the way back. I did a conference call on the way home. And then in the afternoon, I had four meetings scheduled. One ended up being canceled due to illness, and the other became a telephonic. So it was just the busiest stinking day you could ever imagine. My older kids wanted to see me before I left, so they came over and I cooked dinner. And of course, the baby was there. I went to yoga that evening because I was flying Southwest the next day and I cannot stand Southwest. I hate that check-in procedure. I don't understand why they can't just assign seats. And I checked in right on the dot 24 hours before 
the flight, so right when check-on opened, and I still got a C seating, but it was an earlier C. And I have a tip for Southwest if you have a C group and if you're traveling by yourself. Move to the back. I know lots of people like to sit up front, and I always move to the back when I can pick my seat. It's much less crowded, and I was able to get an aisle seat. There was no way on this flight not to get a seat without someone in the middle, but I sat next to a quiet couple, and it was fine. In this situation, I feel like I can't work. It's um, just too crowded. So I had my small iPad, and I watched movies, and I read a bit of my oral argument book by Brian Gardner, which I highly recommend. I highly recommend anything that he writes. So a couple movie reviews that I'm going to give randomly because I was watching movies randomly throughout the week. I watched Judy um, about Judy Garland. Renee Zellweger, of course, played her and just moments ago won the Oscar for playing Judy Garland. And she really was transformed. It was like Judy Garland came back to life. Sometimes I felt like I was watching a home movie or a reality TV show. And I started watching The Farewell, which is a foreign language movie. And Aquafina is the star, and I love her. She was in Ocean's 8. She was in the Zumanji sequel. I've seen her in other things, and she's just really funny. She was amazing in this movie, but I found it to be a little slow. And I skipped the middle of it and I began watching this movie called The Kitchen. It was a movie that I had been very excited about. It was about three women in the 70s who end up becoming part of um, the mob, kind of running their own mob. And Melissa McCarthy's in it, Tiffany Haddish and Alyssa and Elizabeth Moss. It came and went at the movies. It came and went so fast I never got a chance to see it. And I can see why. The actresses were great. And the plot was their husbands go to jail. And literally like two seconds later in the movie, they're running a crew. And then there's this montage of them with handfuls of cash and dancing at a disco. There was no exposition of how they ended up there. So I think I ended up not seeing the whole movie because the plane landed. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. It just wasn't that great. So on the way into New Orleans, New Orleans had storms all day and landing was a bit bumpy and they closed up beverage service early and then kept us on the runway for like an extra 30 minutes. And I got off the plane and I had no idea where I was. The airport was bright. It had big windows. It was new. It was clean. I saw all these shops and restaurants that I never saw before. There was a Cafe du Monde, a Shake Shack. There was art everywhere, fun restaurants, live music. I thought I was in the wrong place. The New Orleans airport, the letters are MSY, and I've been there a million times. And it's dumpy, and the restaurants are terrible, and it never smelled good. So I was looking around at people's faces as I got off the plane to see if they were looking weird. I was just there in September, but no one else looked alarmed. I finally saw a big sign that said New Orleans, 
And at baggage claim, there was a sign that said this was a new airport. That was always one of the downsides for me for traveling to New Orleans was that the airport just had was so unappealing. And now that's gone. It quit raining for a bit when I first got there, but it was so stinking humid, like unbelievably humid. There were people who were wearing jackets, but they were taking them off. It was like steamy humid. And I could feel my hair puff up. And not like a joke where I'm saying it puffed up. It was insane. Um, I took a taxi to the hotel. Oh, here's another tip about New Orleans taxis to and from the hotel. There's a limit on what they can charge you. So usually I find the taxi is more convenient and the, around the same price as an Uber or Lyft. And at the airport, you could there was a spot where you could catch a taxi, a spot where you could catch an Uber, a spot where you could catch the Lyft. The waiting, the people who were waiting for Ubers and Lyfts was much longer than the taxi area. And so I would recommend that um, you can just kind of look like if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to take an Uber because it's cheaper. It not it isn't necessarily cheaper. So take a look and see what the waiting looks like in each area and then make your determination. I stayed at the Sheridan on Canal Street. I like to stay on Canal Street. I've stayed all over the city, but it really seems the most convenient. It's just kind of smack dab in the middle of everything. So you can head towards the river and go to the French Quarter, or you can head down Canal, and there's the mall and um, the Big River Walk Mall, or you can head in the opposite direction, and there's the business district. Um, so it just feels very, very in the middle. And they put me on the 41st floor with a beautiful view of the river. I loved my room. So when I got there, I was hungry. I went walking. I needed to eat. I went to a Mediterranean restaurant called Cleo. It's off of Canal, a little bit around the corner from the Marriott Hotel. They're very friendly there. The food's delicious. Afterwards, I wanted beignets and a cafe au lait, so I went to Cafe du Monde. I walked through the quarter, and I wasn't quite ready for dessert right when I finished dinner, so I went and got a foot massage. 30 bucks for 30 minutes. You can't beat it. New Orleans has a ton of these places, and I try to go to ones that are further from Canal Street. They are friendlier and smaller in the quarter, and um, I went to the same one, actually three days in a row. I found one with very, very friendly people. So I finally made my way to Cafe de Mon, and I've probably been there 30 times. So many times, it's so crowded. Many times, I'll just go to the window, and the table sit service is busier, and there's been times I've gone there and there's been a line like outside and around the corner. I've never waited in that line. I'll just go to the window and grab to go. But if there's tables available, I'll grab table service. This day when I went, almost all of the tables were empty. It was a delight. I walked back and my, my hair was such a mess. It was huge. It was like a big nest. And my hair is very susceptible to moisture. And 
a lot of times if I go to LA, it'll be like not great. But when it gets really bad, it's bad. And it was um, just horrible. Like I couldn't have got a comb through it or anything. It just was a mess. So on the way home, um, I'm just like, okay, this isn't anything about looking cute. I just popped in and out of shops and um, bought my grandson a book. And when I went into the store, there was an author signing the books. So I got him a signed copy and it was just kind of nice. Um, I was back in the hotel probably by eight o'clock and there was going to be another rainstorm. So I wanted to make sure I was inside. So I put on my pajamas and I watched a movie called Groupers by Anderson Cowan, who is co-host of the film vault that I'll be on. Um, my episode is getting, uh, recorded this week and I'm not sure when it's playing. I think it's going to be playing a couple weeks after that. It was a quirky independent movie and not like anything I've ever watched before. It, um, is very different. I don't even know how to explain it, but you can read a description on IMDb. And if you're interested, you can watch it on Amazon. Then I watched um, a ton of the Everything Wrong With videos. This is the only thing I ever watch on YouTube. So I'll click through and find movies either that I like or didn't like. Um, and they're very, very funny. Um, and I usually laugh out loud just because they're just so silly about how the, they find things wrong with movies. Um, I try not to, like movies that I really love, I'll actually try to avoid the everything wrong with it because it will sort of spoil it a little bit for you because it's so critical. So I just give that as kind of a caution if you're interested in it. But they're especially fun to watch um, like with horror movies because horror movies can just have really silly plot points sometimes. Um, and... As usual, because it was my first night in a place that I'm not used to, I had trouble sleeping. So I was very restless on and off. And the next morning, I wanted to get breakfast at Daisy Dukes. They have a special for $3.99 from 6 to 8 a.m. every day. And I like going there because it's people who are either ending their nights or they're getting off of shifts, or they're starting shifts. I think it's a lot of locals go and enjoy the special. But it was pouring out, and I was exhausted, so I said, forget it. So I got up at 7 for the conference. I didn't stay at the hotel where the conference was, but down the street. I usually stay at a Marriott or similar hotels for um, to get the points. And it was a quick walk, but it was raining. Here's another tip I have for you. If you are staying in a rainy city, a lot of the hotels have umbrellas that you can borrow. So I've borrowed umbrellas at in New Orleans, Savannah, Seattle, LA. A lot of hotels will have umbrellas that you can borrow so that you don't have to go out and buy one. And then luckily the conference had breakfast, so that was nice. You know, there was um, a small continental breakfast. So the conference I attended was called Race in the Federal Criminal Court, Strategies in the Pursuit of Justice. 
great subject matter and a smaller group than other ones that I usually go to. Um, I think it, it was just a smaller conference. Um, I'm not going to restate everything I learned, and there's lots of studies in this area, but it was very, very interesting, very, very informative, um, great conference. And one of those conferences that I can attend because I'm on the CJA panel through um, the Ninth Circuit. So it was just a great benefit of being able to attend these conferences and get my mandatory continuing legal education. So with the office, I wish I could say I could step away 100%. And there's no way that can happen. So I have some tips for what to do when I'm away. So number one, I have my laptop. And I stay up to date on my email. I text and email constantly with my staff. I'll have them make calls for me and respond to emails. I try to have my staff handle as much as they can. And on breaks, I'll make calls. I try not to work during every single break because also as part of these conferences, kind of the incentive for me for getting away and going to a different place to learn is that I can take a break and walk around the city and clear my head and just think and come up with ideas about my cases or my business or my life, whatever it may be. So on the first day of the conference, I took a, a long lunch and I went to Country Flame where they have plantain fajitas. I always go there when I'm in New Orleans. I think it's the type of restaurant that would not be on anyone's radar because it's not New Orleans food. It's like Mexican Cuban food. But I go there every time. They're very friendly and their food is delicious. And there's no other place that I know of where I can get plantain fajitas. So I went and got another half hour massage. I did an afternoon of classes. And the classes are, the days are long for the classes. They're from like 8.30 to 6. So it's a long, long day. So after my afternoon sessions, I took a lift to Frenchman Street. And I went to Dat Dog. They have happy hour till 7. And they have vegan hot dogs. And I had an Abita Amber. This is the best beer ever. But it only tastes this good in New Orleans. I've gotten a six-pack at BevMo. And it's good, but just not as delicious as when I drink one in New Orleans. And I sat out on the balcony and people watched. And then I walked the streets, went into shops, art vendors, walked to Cafe Du Monde again. And I'll have to say, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm not scared. Um, when you leave Frenchman Street, and if you're walking into the quarter, you'll walk down some dark streets. It sort of reminds me of Interview with a Vampire, um, when they are in the 1800s and walking the dark streets of New Orleans. Maybe one day I'll run into Brad Pitt. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um... So that evening, I took a bath, went to bed early. One other thing that I did, which was nice because 
I didn't have my usual family commitments. So I didn't need to be making dinner for my family. I could lay down in bed whenever I wanted, soak in the tub as long as I wanted. So I brought a book with me. It's called Uncanny Valley. And I love this book. I read almost the whole thing in New Orleans. I'm about 50 pages um, left in it. And it's about a young woman who lived in Silicon Valley about 10 years ago. It talks about how women are treated in the workplace, specifically in tech. Um, I heard it was optioned into a movie. And I've heard a lot about this book before getting it. And I read a lot of excerpts in the magazines. It's a very good for how talking about how anyone deals with workplace issues. It's also very good about having an exposition on how tech affects our lives and really got me thinking about that. So I thought it would be just a memo about what happened or um, a memoir about what happened to her, but it really was more than that, talking about what tech does. She does these thinly veiled references to some of the big tech companies. She doesn't say their names, so I can't say for sure, but it appears that she's talking about Facebook and and Microsoft and Google and different ones as well. And it's just very interesting. I've worked for myself for a long time, but I can still relate to when I did have jobs on my own, and I would highly recommend this movie. So on Thursday, I got up early and finally went to Daisy Dukes. There's a big sign that says it's a 24-hour restaurant. And I went there at 645, and there was a bunch of people sitting around, like the workers, and the hostess said, we're closed until 7. So I walked around the block, and I came back. I still don't know why they were closed then. The big sign out front said open 24 hours. It said their special was from 6 to 8. They did have the special available at 7 when they let me in, but I never figured out why they were closed at that time. They never said, no one ever said, just it was the weirdest thing. And that's kind of a weird thing about New Orleans. When things want to close, they'll just close. There may be a shop that you go to all the time, and they'll be closed for two days that you're there. Um, Last time I was in New Orleans, there was a couple vegan restaurants that I wanted to try. I went to one, and it was closed for remodeling, and it had closed the day before. And then I went to a second one, and it was closed for a fire. And that's really kind of the thing you get when you're in New Orleans, that very unexpected you can't rely on the business being open. Um, it's not like when you go to Olive Garden, it's always open. You just never know what you're going to get. So I went back to the hotel after breakfast, got ready for the conference. And then for lunch, I went and got another massage. I did my back the last two massages because I was just very sore on this trip. Like my lower back was aching. My legs were aching. I can't explain it. I don't know if it was the traveling or the bed or whatever. And then I went and during one of the breaks, I went, we were next door to Harris Casino. So I went and gambled. No joke. I was ahead $1.77. I had won like a mini jackpot, but then put most of it back. So I was ahead $1.77, which I guess can be a plus.
It's better to break even or even be ahead a dollar than it is to lose. And then I went to Popeye's and I got some biscuit. I got a biscuit and some sides. And that was my lunch. And I'll tell you the weirdest feeling I had when I was in New Orleans. So by the time all this is happening, I've been in New Orleans about 24 hours. It was Thursday. I had no concept of time. I felt like I'd been there a week, not in a bad day, like not not in a bad way, not like I felt like I couldn't wait to go home. I were super homesick or anything like that. I just felt like I had been away forever. And I also felt like my day wasn't zooming away. I felt like it had segments, like I would have a morning and a lunchtime and an afternoon and a dinner and an evening. And at home, it's all a blur. I wake up, I running through my day and the next thing I know, I'm going to bed. So it was nice to be out of my element and have the day feel like It was an actual day instead of just a blur of running around a court, getting home and making dinner, trying to get to the gym, all of that. I was only gone three business days. So I was gone Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I talked to the office a few dozen times while I was gone. I talked to my legal assistant. I had tons of messages and mail. And I thought, this isn't funny. Like, how can I have this much after a couple of days? I kept up on emails, but I had received several hundred emails while I was gone. To try to keep up on everything, I asked my assistant to bring my mail to my house so I could look at it on Saturday night when I got back. And I thought, this is ridiculous. Just three days is not that long. So on Friday, I went to the seminar It finished late again. I went back to the hotel and talked to a bunch of family members. Again, only gone three days, but there was, for some reason, like a ton of family news and everyone wanted to talk to me. My mom and dad were in a car accident. They're fine, but there was still that to talk about. My brother's still recovering from surgery. All three of my kids had stuff to tell me. It was all kind of crazy. And so after talking to everybody, it was getting kind of late, and I knew I'd be going home the next day, so I didn't want to be super exhausted. So I just had dinner at the hotel lobby. And here's another tip that I'll give you. I skipped housekeeping for the first time ever. I just really enjoy having the room cleaned for me and having the bed made for me every day and have fresh towels every day. But I knew I was by myself. And I wondered what it would feel like to not have the housekeeping every day. Plus, you got a $15 credit, $5 per day for skipping it. So I've never done that before. But I was traveling by myself and figured I wouldn't really mess up the the hotel. And I sure didn't. After I left on the fourth day, I barely had any garbage. I used the same towel the whole time I was there. I um, ran into a hotel housekeeper and I asked for more conditioner since that was the one thing I was going through since my hair was so crazy but that was it I had a room with a king bed one half of my bed still remained made um, because I just slept on the other half and then had like my books and um, 
tablet and everything piled up on the maid side of it. And it's crazy how simply you can live without kids and a husband. So my dinner was delicious. Like usually when I go to a hotel restaurant, like it's fine, you know, but it um, isn't great. And I had a flatbread pizza that was so stinking delicious. I couldn't even believe it. It wasn't even, they called it a flatbread, but it wasn't actually what I would call a flatbread. It was like a huge white pizza with like a garlic sauce and it had tomatoes and arugula on it. And it was free, like for skipping housekeeping. So I just love a deal. And then on Friday night, I embarrassingly went to bed super early. I was very tired from the conference and hadn't been sleeping great. And the first night or so of the conference, I can't sleep and I wake up a ton. This always happens to me. And then the next day and the day after I'm exhausted. So I got up the next morning for the last day. So it was Saturday. So not only was the last day of the conference, but it was also my um, day to travel home. So I got up the next morning. I had breakfast and coffee at the conference. Uh, at the conference, and conferences are usually great for that. It's nothing fancy, but it's enough food to get by, and there's plenty of coffee. So that's a a money saving tip that I use is to just eat as much at the conference as I can. Maybe not the most fun thing in the world, but um, you know, I had one breakfast out. And then otherwise just did the conference. I For the last day, I could only go for the first two hours, and then I needed to head to the airport. I was starting to panic when I woke up because when I looked down from my window, all the roads were closed around my hotel. And I had checked earlier in the week to see if there were parades when I was leaving, and there wasn't in my area. So I couldn't figure out why the roads were closed. So... As I record this and as I was in New Orleans, I was, it's, it's Mardi Gras season. Mardi Gras in about three weeks. So now the parades are happening. There's parades that lead up all the way to Mardi Gras. I finally figured out what it was. It was a 5K. Um, but I was starting to panic since I had a 2.30 flight and I was scared that I was trapped. I didn't know how long this event was going to last. Then at the morning session, I ran into a friend who I didn't realize was at the conference. And of course, I ran into her as soon as I was leaving. And as I sat there on Saturday, I just started to feel myself come back to reality. I had talked to my my sister-in-law slash legal assistant. She was telling me about the ton of messages in the mail. So then I started to think about a plan on what I needed to do when I got back. I knew that the next two weeks for me were going to be a disaster. So this upcoming week, I'm traveling Wednesday and Thursday. Tuesday is a day of court and a lot of meetings. And Friday, I'm in court. So really, my only catch-up day is Monday. And I scheduled a massage Monday morning because I'm just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just been like in really bad shape. Just been really sore, just out of whack, um, and just trying to keep care of myself so I can keep keep moving and and not be in constant pain and then so that's next week and then the week after that's not better Monday is President's Day and I was trying to not schedule anything because it's a holiday 
and my daughter has no school, but I think I'm going to have to uh, schedule meetings that day after looking at my stack of messages when I got back um, into the office. I, I went in on Sunday. And then that same week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, full days of court. And then the week after that, I had a jury trial that was canceled. So the week has opened up, but it's quickly filling up. So my plan was I'm going to start by doing my mail over the weekend and hit the ground running on Monday. And was I pumped about that? No. Was it necessary? Yes. So that was my, my plan. It turns out for going to the airport, I wor worried unnecessarily about the traffic. The 5K was done and the barriers were lifted and everything was fine. And as I was leaving, I saw that the lots of people on the streets getting ready for fe festivities. I even saw children. Like that's something you kind of don't see in New Orleans. You don't see kids very often. I got to the airport quick. It's much bigger than the old airport. And I could, it, once I like got my bearings, like getting to the new airport, it was built next to the old one. And it's so nice. Um, there's a club there was never like a American club or any kind of travel club, but there's a club, it's called the MSY club. And if you have the priority pass, I have the priority pass with one of my American express cards. So I was able to use this club and it was really lovely, like new and clean. And they had wraps and salads and soups which was nice because I felt like all I was eating was biscuits all week which was delicious but um, after a week of biscuits and beignets it was kind of nice to have some salads and um, some wraps and stuff the people who worked there were super friendly the seating was wonderful nice bathrooms you could even even take a shower if you wanted to plenty of places to plug in your devices business areas to work, newspapers, just it's so nice like when you're traveling and if you're trying to get some work done, when you have someplace like a lounge that you can go into, um, it makes it so much more convenient to be able to travel. And that was always my biggest qualm about New Orleans was the airport when I left. So there was times when my flight would be delayed and there was no nice amenities. There was no lounge that you could sit in and charge devices. Um, there was never any good food to eat. Um, when I remember one time I was at that airport the old one, and my two older daughters were with me. And there was this one end of the airport that was never used. And it took a few minutes to walk down there. But we walked down there and we spread out blankets and got snacks and spread out on the floor with snacks and watch movies on a tablet. And there that was really all you could do. Or you could just sit in, you know, the crowded terminal and and wait for the plane. So it's nice that um, New Orleans has a has a new airport. It will make my trips there a lot less stressful. On the way home, I flew home American, and I watched two movies. I watched Jojo Rabbit. I loved this movie. It was so, it was heart wrenching. It was touching. 
it sounded like a concept of a movie I would never see. And it's about a little boy who's in Nazi Germany and he's part of the Hitler youth and he has an imaginary friend in Hitler. And I'm like, how does this work as a movie? But it really does. I don't want to say too much about it because I think there's just some very pleasant surprises to it. And I highly recommend it. It was funny. It was touching. I cried at the end. I really, really liked this movie. Great acting. And then I started um, for the rest of the flight home. I watched the new Terminator. I think it's Terminator Dark Fate. This was a movie I didn't plan on seeing. I thought that the, I was always okay with like the Terminator movies. I've seen every single one, but it just felt like, what more can they do? And it, it, I think it just, to me, it felt like it kind of came and went at the movies. Um, But I thought I'd try it and I really liked it. I missed the last 40 minutes. I'll have to catch it at another time, but it was really good. Um, Linda Hamilton from the original Terminators was was in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is back. It starts off with a really great initial scene. And it was just good. Um, So I came home and um, my two younger girls were in the car. And uh, my grandson was in the car. My husband picked us up. And we went home. And then my oldest daughter came home and we hung out. And I just felt like slack jawed and exhausted. Um, and my daughter was there till about 1030. And the oldest one, and then she took off and I laid down in bed, like a just a crumpled heap. I had so tired, so tired. And then I got up at seven. So this is Sunday morning now. And I showered and went to the office for two hours. And just started going through, I went through my mail on Saturday night, because that was part of plan one. So I went through the mail the night before and kind of sorted what I needed to address. And then I went to the office and um, went through the stacks of work that were waiting for me, kind of organized my messages for tomorrow sort of felt like I was having a mini panic attack. I just was completely floored by the amount of messages. Um, Unbelievable. There was messages on my phone, even though um, my staff had been checking the phone while I was gone and writing down messages, and there still were messages. Uh, So it's going to be a tough week, that's for sure. And then I went and took my father-in-law to church, And I came home and I had a stack of things that I brought back from the office, things that I needed to read, like a new appellate case, a criminal docket, um, some other just little documents that probably if I had a good hour, I could read through them. So I sat down on the couch, put all the documents in front of me, grabbed a pillow, laid my head down and passed out for about two hours. And now it's just getting ridiculous. Like, why am I so tired? So then I got a call from my girls and they said, this was their quote, we're kidnapping you so we can go to Red Robin and have dinner. And so that was the first part of the plan. And the second part of my plan was 
I really, really wanted to see the Harley Quinn movie Birds of Prey this week because I want to try to do a review for it for that podcast that I'm going to be on this week. And it was kind of the only major movie that was coming out this week. So I did see it and I'll give a bit of a review of it now. It was good. I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I love her in anything, frankly. She's so much fun. There was a a, a bunch of other ladies in the staff. They were in the staff in the cast. They were a ton of fun. And the movie, like I said, was good, not great. It started off like very fun and and lightweight. And it was entertaining, but here's my biggest complaint. There were too many choreographed fight scenes, and the fight scenes lasted forever. There was um, Chris um, Messina, who was uh, the love interest in the show The Mindy Project, which I've talked about before on the show and really, really love. He was a bad guy. I felt he didn't have enough screen time. Um, The ladies as a group don't get enough scream time together in the movie. And um, I think they could have maybe done a little bit more references to Suicide Squad. And I know they're trying to make it like a standalone movie, but like a couple of references would be great or an after credit scene. There was no after credit scene. So I have a couple of complaints, but there was a lot of funny parts too. It was good. So really what I can say is good, not great. If you're looking for kind of a fun movie for two hours, it's, um, I don't know that I really realize this. This is an R movie and, um, I wouldn't say it's a hard R. I mean, it, there's a lot of language in it, like a ton of language and a lot of violence. So if you're thinking like maybe this is like the greatest movie in the world for the kids to see because they love Harley Quinn. It may not be the greatest for them. So just like a little bit of a warning. So as I'm signing off, it is 11 o'clock on Sunday. Wish me luck. I am hoping that I can get through these next couple of weeks without, um, (laughs) without too much hassle. I appreciate you for listening. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette presents the Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find the um, me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my personal page and my business page. My website is brummerlaw.com. We also are launched on Patreon. We are a free podcast with no paid advertising. Our expenses include equipment, the launching platform, the theme song. And if you would like to contribute through Patreon, feel free. Right now, it's just donations. In the next few months, um, I'm hoping to include some Patreon contact um, content, but we'll see how that goes. All right, everybody, have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you.